Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to a new thing, a new show here on the countout network this is the pay-per-view review show this could be hosted by anybody at any point in time but today it is hosted by me and zach batista the two boys from independent waters what is going on zach how are you doing are you ready to review the royal rumble i am i am excited it was a great pay-per-view it great was matches great rumble matches good booking too yeah i will say yeah uh, so, it's cold as shit because there's a oh, fucking blizzard so in New Jersey right now. Yeah, it's it's coming down pretty hard still. It was snowing last night, and I woke up, and it was still snowing. Yeah, if if you've been to New Jersey long enough, you know that when the weather's even says, harder than yesterday, it's gonna be like in, like the foot of snow. Like half of us are like, nah, fucking show me it then, because it's never actually what they say. Yeah, and yeah, we are getting we're skeptical. pretty pretty slacked here right yeah, now. Apparently, it's supposed to stop tomorrow morning. Which Jeez. is terrifying, and I'm not going to look forward to shoveling it, but... Me neither. It's it, my back is going to be killing me. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So why don't, we, why don't we hop right into this Royal Rumble 2021 review here. Okay. Uh, let's start off with... Uh, let's, just go down the car- let's just go down the card. Okay. So do we uh, want to include the pre-show in this, or do we want to go right to the main show? Um... Because there we was can do one the pre-show. Match. There was there was one match on the pre-show. We can we can. There was one match that I won't lie, I missed because I was doing a. I was waiting for my dad to tell us we were going to go over to uh, my neighbor's house to watch it, so I missed it. But I saw the they gotcha. showed replays of it. It was fine. It was a match. <laughs> it was. I mean, my brother and I literally like the night before, not even night before, like hours before the rumble, were like. All right, and he told me, like, oh, Asuka and Flair are defending against Nia and Shayna. And I'm like, well, Asuka and Flair are losing because they don't need the belts. And, yeah, Asuka doesn't need the belt either. It's nice she's double champ. Yeah. Yeah, if, if, I don't know. This one just felt weird to me. It was, like, it was like going really well, and then Ric Flair decided he wanted Lacey Evans as his daughter instead of Charlotte Flair for some reason. Oh, wait. Do you watch the main roster stuff or no? No, this is the first time I've tuned into oh. <laughs> any, WWE, any WWE programming in like months. Ah, oh, let, let me give you probably some context since the last paper, my friend. Maybe since Survivor Series. Gotcha. Let me regale you then with some context here for this. Please do. So basically, the main thing about this is is that Ric Flair has been kind of like like he's been like flirting with Lacey, and because he's a pervy old man, because he's Ric Flair. Yeah. Which, and Lacey, which I, hate that, I hate that they're using it as storyline. Yeah, and Lacey, because she's a heel, is manipulating him and going along with it and using him to get one over on Charlotte and for herself to get one over on others. So, before this, I believe Rick had sabotaged Charlotte 
twice in matches against Lacey Evans. And okay. this match, this is like, like he's sabotaged her a bunch of times, but uh, her, him giving, uh, I saw the finish match, obviously, but yeah, that's why yeah. Lacey was out there with him sabotaging Charlotte, because Lacey doesn't like Charlotte and Rick's supporting Lacey now, because Charlotte yelled at him after this several times. What I got from this is that, Charlotte, you're not my daughter, I want this other blonde girl to be my uh- daughter. <laughs> it feels very, like, Attitude Era storyline and I don't really like it that much, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's not, it, I feel like in twenty in 2021, um, it just uh, it leaves kind of a bad taste in my mouth, you know? Yeah, there was talk that they were told that they want things to be a bit more adult, and everyone thought, oh, that means we're going to get, like, blood and, like, you know, more hardcore stuff, and instead, whoever was up there heard, let's have these relationship storylines, and they decided to go with Ric Flair and Lacey Evans. Uh, I, I could go without it, really, but, you know, I'll watch it and see how it goes with Lacey and Charlotte. Maybe it'll be end up in a good match. The match, okay, so let's, but I besides, digress. Besides, Skip. besides that, the match, the match in general between Charlotte, Oscar, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler wasn't anything exciting. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a, it was fine. You didn't miss much. It was just whatever they were just doing. You know, they're all their all their spots, and then that weird Lacey Evans spot happened, and Jackson Baszler won the titles. Yeah, I like the the Lacey Evans spot just because I like how Charlotte did the figure eight. She pulled her hands out. Charlotte looked at her like you, and then just beat the shit out of her. And then she got the brass knuckle. She went up for it again. She just popped her in the face. Yep. So yeah, sounds about yeah. right for it. Yeah, match was match was okay. Since this is the first uh, paper cow family pay per view review, uh, why don't we set the bar a little bit here, Zach? Okay. Let's rate. Let's rate these matches on our on our old on the on the old scale. Me and Ryan used to use. Uh, Spicy meatballs. I have heard of this several times when we were in the car on the uh, when I met Ryan in real life, and I have a vague idea of what it might be. You got it's like it's it's basically exactly like the Dave Meltzer star rating, except it's spicy meatballs. So let's give it let's give a, a meatball rating of one to five here. Okay. All right. Uh, so for for Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, I think I give this one uh, like one and a half meatballs. It was like fine. Uh, uh, it, was, it was it was completely whatever and completely like forgettable. From what I saw, I'd probably give it a two, just because the wrestling was probably because like again, like I said, I missed a lot of this match, but the wrestling was probably fine, and I only give it the slight bump because they're at least doing a storyline with it. Like I, I guess I'll take a storyline over no storyline at all. Yeah. All right. Uh, with that out of the way, let's get let's get right into the main card. Um, Ooh, I actually have- watched all this now. We we obviously have our opener, Sasha Banks versus Carmella. No other match before that, not even a little bit. I could have sworn that it was Drew and Oldberg that started this. Race. I was I was making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing yes. at all. But yes, nothing at all before Sasha and Carmella. Okay, okay. Un- unfortunately, there is a match before this. We have uh, Goldberg taking on Drew McIntyre. Uh... And Drew McIntyre ended up winning by by pinfall to keep to retain his WWE Championship. Thank mm-hmm. goodness. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a hot second there where I actually thought that once Goldberg hit the jack arm that he might actually lose. Let's so let's give let let's let's talk about this match. This match is and, what I thought it was going to be. It, yeah, it was a finisher fest, and yep, basically Goldberg was tired in ten in two minutes. <laughs> like they, I think uh, had to start like I drew, drew head butted him and then speared him. Goldberg speared him on the outside. 
Drew got in the ring after after I threw a barricade too might I add. Drew got in yeah. the ring. Goldberg hit a spear and a jackhammer, I think. I, I actually no, I think out. I think like McIntyre then hit try uh hit a claymore on Goldberg and Goldberg kicked out. Yep. That was yes, that was when Goldberg hit the jackhammer, which was a better jackhammer than the Undertaker one, but granted he didn't even do the Still jackhammer. Still not great. <laughs> it was better. I'll give him that. Like this match what he, was... what he needs to stop doing is the jackhammer, because he can't lift anyone anymore. <laughs> And then uh, Goldberg went for the spear, and McIntyre, uh, if I recall correctly, punched him in the face and stunned him and then hit him with the Claymore for the win, I think, or something like that. McIntyre yeah. won. That was the main yeah. point here. Is the McIntyre, McIntyre, won. McIntyre won with the Claymore. And then um, Goldberg shook his hand and gave him a lot of respect. And I was like, you know what? I was like, Goldberg. Er, I keep calling him Goldberg because I, I it's just a funny nickname. But uh, Goldberg yeah. put on a pretty good match for what might – I mean, I can't say his last match because he's been signed for two matches a year now, so – I don't know. It was. I don't know. This one was, was again. This this is again. Just for me, it was just like completely whatever. Like I, I, I don't like matches like this. I think they're dumb. Uh, I don't think Drew McIntyre going over old like Goldberg helps at all because it's just like, I don't know. Like, oh, cool, you beat a man in his like sixties. Like, congratulations, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, like fun. I, I don't know. It feels like it feels like the like. Goldberg to me just isn't the same threat he used to be. Yeah. Uh so whenever whenever I see him hit in a match, somebody go over him in a match, it just doesn't feel like anything. Mm. Like I get it's supposed to be putting over McIntyre and being like, "Whoa, he beat Goldberg," but it's like again, I'm I'm just completely whatever about it cuz I'm like, "Yeah, Goldberg could do like five moves at a time." Meanwhile, I've seen Drew McIntyre have like 20-minute bangers, you know. I feel that. And it's just like, why Why would I ever believe that Goldberg could beat Drew McIntyre in any universe ever? <laughs> it was, it, 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 the match was what it was, what I wanted it to be. It was, it's like, it's like a solid, it's like the match is like, just like, yep. That's what I thought was mm-hmm. going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I give, I give this one, I, again, I give this one 1.5 meatballs. I just don't like matches like this. I think they're dumb. <laughs> I'll give this one, hmm. I want to give it like a two and a half to three. Okay. Only because okay. this match for me was fine in that it was exactly what I expected. There was no shenanigans. I didn't have to worry. I there was like a one close fall, which is enough for me for this match. And there was no horrendously awful move in this match that made me go, "Oh my god, you almost murdered someone." Yeah, that's true. I did. I did. Yeah, I'll, uh, give it I'll give it three meatballs just for that. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm stuck. At, I'm stuck at about one point five, but uh, I do. I do agree that that one. Uh, Jack Hammer did worry me a little bit, uh, yeah. mostly because seeing Goldberg with the the title uh, would made me re- would really make me realize why I don't watch WWE anymore. It would have made me. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going yeah. two and a half now. No, no, two and a half. Fine. What I thought was gonna happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. It's it's. I don't know. This you get whatever. the point. It's um. Now we get sorry, on to some. Ahead. I was gonna say now we get onto some a, a good match. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Now now let's move on. Uh, we got. We got the for me the actual opener in Royal Rumble. We got Sasha Banks versus Carmella uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. This match wasn't bad. I'll I'll, I'll I, I I like this one. Good match. Very yeah, some good some good solid wrestling for both competitors. Uh, Carmella had nice heel work here uh, with with again this one took me off guard with Reginald. Oh okay, so this is some background for you. Reginald oh, yeah, is... No, please Car- explain Reginald. Reginald is Carmela Somalier. Yeah. Somalier is, a, is if I, I recall correctly, an expert on wine. 
something like that. A sommelier is like just. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look up. You 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 yeah. keep telling me. So you keep telling basically, me and when Carmela came back, she was like basically like she's got her whole attitude of like she's like the best. She came in. She had like someone pour her like champagne, and then one week, they were the uh, the guy who gives her her wines and champagnes came out as Reginald, a who wi- is a former, a wine steward, who is a former Cirque du Soleil performer, and mm. basically this thing is that Reginald's basically like Carmela's butler kind of. But much more fly and much more athletic. If you ever, if you want to see Reginald in action, just watch his match against Sasha Banks like two weeks ago on SmackDown, and you'll oh, see yeah. how I, stupidly I, athletic he is. They showed highlights during the Rumble. Yeah, he's um, fucking b- great. before the match started, and it was like interesting. Yeah, he's basically like, yeah, he's like her butler, basically. And they couldn't come up with a better name than Reginald. Reggie Reginald. Yeah, like, he's a butler. It's, it's, such, it's such, it, but it's it's such like a it's such like a stereotypical basic ass butler name. I mean, like oh Reginald. Pretty much, yeah. He's in my eyes, like, it's like he's me not, my wine. No one get not even main superstars get last names these days. I doubt a butler would get his last name. I don't even say last name. Just some, just anything. That's just, just anything. Not Reginald. I love, I love the name. I love Reggie. I was glad to see him in the match. He was also. It was so wrong. He got ejected for literally doing nothing. He yeah. He literally like caught. He saved Sasha. Yeah, because and, right. and then got kicked out. Yeah, because he caught Carmella, put her down. Sasha went out. I forgot what happened, but he caught Sasha. Sasha then head scissored him and then forearmed him. And then the ref was like, "You're getting thrown out." And <laughs> I, when I realized like, what after, did he even like, do? What did he even do? Like, do? And Carmella was I'm like, on, "What the hell?" <laughs> I'm on. I don't know. I'm on the Car- I'm on Carmella and Reginald's side here. I was also like, "What? He didn't even do anything." Sasha head scissored him. Yeah, he he saved Sasha from a bad. He he saved mm-hmm. Sasha from a possibly bad bump, and then and then get and then she repaid him with a head scissor and a forearm, and then he gets kicked out. It doesn't uh, make any sense. <laughs> didn't make any, but anywho, uh, let me see. There, this match basically, like, if you've watched the TLC match between Sasha and Carmella, you basically know what you're getting into with this match. Yeah, I heard that a, one was pretty good. It was a good. I think that match is better, in my opinion. But this was a good technical wrestling match between two women that are very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. I like Carmella's new uh, submission hold, the Code of Silence. Oh, that's been her. Um, that's been her submission since I think like NXT days. Oh, really? It has. If you, oh yeah, you don't watch main roster stuff. Oh my god. No. Yeah. I feel like she has. I feel. I feel like I haven't seen her use it much, even when I did watch. Yeah. It, but I, um, I like it a lot. If you watch Carmella and she was a heel, like heel like main like WWE women's champion she used it like uh, she used it a couple times so she won a lot of times with dirty wins but um you know Carmella's code of silence is great it's she she's able to put it in really smoothly from like random positions and I love it mm-hmm. it's it's great I like it yeah solid solid finisher solid yep, finisher. with uh, Sasha uh, countering a move from from Carmella and then getting her into a, a bank statement which Carmella tapped out pretty yep. quickly yeah, the, the the match definitely ended a little quickly. Yeah. Uh, but it was, I think, all in all, it was pretty solid. I I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, hmm. I'll go first some of the rating for this. If I'm giving yeah, Goldberg I'm and McIntyre two and a half, I'll give this one a three and a half. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm gonna come with you there. I think I'm. I'm between three. I think I'm. I think I'm. At, I think I'm gonna stick to three. I think three meatballs is definitely right. where I'm at with this one. It was a good, solid match. If we were rating it on the indie water scale, this one would be a meh. Yeah, I probably <laughs> like, it's like like meh. right in the middle. It's like good. Yeah. It like wasn't anything amazing, but it was it was solid wrestling and like it. 
I watched the. I didn't. I didn't like fall asleep or anything. Yeah. You know. I, <laughs> I have my context, so I, I give. It, I, I'm biased because I like Carmella and Reggie a lot, along with Sasha. Which, by the way, I like how when Sasha won this, she uh, <laughs> she did the no look point to the sign. She didn't even look at it. She was just like, yeah, "That's right." What you yeah. got? Come at me. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I like Sasha. I think Sasha holding the SmackDown Women's Championship right now in real universe and in the Hit the Books universe. Go check out that show. Ooh. Um. All right, then we get to Bad yeah. Bunny's performance with Booker T. Oh, we're reviewing that. Um. Sure, why not? It's on the card. It was weird. <laughs> I, I didn't care. I don't listen to Bad Bunny's music particularly, so I didn't really yeah, care. Yeah, me neither. I thought it was hilarious how Booker T was like a statue half the time, though. Yeah, I was completely whatever about it, but it made me laugh when Booker T just was just like, hmm, with his arms crossed the entire time. Yeah, looking And jet, then baby. said one singular thing, yeah. And then was just like, can you dig it, sucker? And then left. And I will say, I think it's because Bad Bunny had a song called Booker T. I'm pretty sure. Oh, but, I um, mean, yeah. But, um... They were literally I, I, hyping I, that up all night. I will give props to the booking people that they made this into an angle later into the Rumble, which we'll get into later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll you get, get my that. props for that, because that was awesome. All right. So now we get yeah. to, in my opinion, my favorite of the Rumble matches for tonight. I I agree. The <laughs> let's, Women's let's Royal get, Rumble. Let's get into the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, We had... Oh, fuck. Came in at number one. I have the list right in front of me, Mikey. So I've got fantastic. You I was about right. to, I, I'm gonna pull it up. You so one and two was Bailey, Bailey and Naomi and Naomi, Returning right? Naomi. Yes, uh, we haven't and seen Naomi in a while. I, I she, believe. Yeah, she got injured. Uh, I forgot how, but uh, my brother Nick and I made the comment that this is Naomi's second time in a row she has returned at a Rumble. <laughs> Interesting. Good. Good for Naomi. Yeah, I'm almost like making, I, making big returns. I love Naomi's a great wrestler. I like her. Pro, I like her promo work, though it's not as strong as her wrestling. And I was glad to see her back, especially with Bailey. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm like Bailey's gonna be the Iron Woman in this match. And then motherfucking Bianca Belair comes out. I was so happy because first off, I knew these two were gonna fight each other, and second of all, the fact they were so close, I was like, all right, that she's gonna be in there for a while because I was rooting for Bianca to win this whole thing. Me too. I was. Team I definitely Bianca saw Bianca come. I saw I saw Bianca come in at number three, and I was like, "Ooh, I found my pick." I've been a fan of Bianca Belair since she showed up at the May Young Classic. I was like, "I like Bianca," and then she got better and better, and I'm so happy to see her in her current position right now on the main roster. But I digress. So yeah, after this, I watched I watched a lot of Bianca. NXT was my my big Ooh, my big uh, show out for Bianca. Yeah, I, I I watched I watched a lot of NXT around that time when it was like. When it was when she was feuding with a lot of people, what she uh, what she was feuding with Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Title, which Good was match. awesome, great mm-hmm. match. All right, so the two the three of them wrestle, and then Billy Kay shows up with her headshot and her resume, and I'm like, she's gonna go on commentary, isn't she? And she spends a good portion of this match. She spends like the next four or five contestants just on the ring, on the match, like just announcing stuff. And whenever anyone would show up, she'd go up to them and try to offer her services to them like her being a partner billy so k I, and then they would get denied so billy k was the most underrated part of this world Rumble. she is hilarious oh my <laughs> she god she was so funny right like I that was, was great she's hilarious on the main <sighs> roster and i was so happy that this was the running bit for the first half of the rumble because in a rumble you need this nice balance between comedy and story and like serious stories and stuff and this is a nice way to have like ease into it have all like the newcomers and other people show up 
Because you could easily tell from anyone that doesn't watch it for the NXT girls, like, who was, you know, with what. Speaking of which, Shotzi Blackheart came out right after her. And my brother and I were (laughs) excited because we both like Shotzi a lot. Yes, Shotzi was a cool addition to the Rumble. I was very excited as well. Laughed a lot when she shot her tank at, she shot her, um, I forgot what she shoots out of her tank at, over Billy's head. And Billy was like, all right, I'm. All right, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. After this is then Shayna Baszler who walks up and punches the resume. It doesn't go through it, and then she just pushes Billy back. And I was like, "That is, I'm so you're so unfortunate. Why would you do that? Why did you even bother trying to ask her?" Yeah, I like I like how how Shayna was just like you and me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then after this was Tony Storm, a heel oh, Tony Storm. Yes, I love. She walked Tony out, Storm. gave Billy the little eyes over her glasses, and then just walked past her because Billy was still on the ground. Without saying a thing, not a thing, not even. Uh, a, which at this point, and, the ring was fucking stacked with girl with yeah. women that were really good. And my brother and I were like, "Holy shit, that's an awesome fucking ring right there!" Yeah, the the, the beginning of this rumble. Oh my god, the beginning early. of this rumble uh, and the end of this rumble were both very good in yes. my eyes. Um, like this rumble started out strong and it finished strong. Mm-hmm. The middle was, eh. I like. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it. So eventually. Billy finally finds her partner in Jillian Hall, a name I Jillian haven't heard in Hall. years. I cannot believe this is the one Billy settled on. Billy and Jilly, my man. <laughs> Billy and Jilly. Ugh. I was the both was, Don't get me wrong, I loved it, but it was it was like out of left why, field. Who, who like, is this? Yeah, who? Why are you settling on Jillian Hall of all people, Billy? Yeah. I was sitting here, and I was like, I told my brother, I'm like, oh my god, Peyton's gonna come out, and no one's gonna be her partner, and there's gonna have this awkward moment where she's either gonna let Peyton her, or gonna become the Iconics again, or she's gonna ignore Peyton. Didn't happen, unfortunately, while she was recruiting. Yeah, so, we got Jillian Hall and Billy Kay teaming up, uh, just working together to take some people out. Not not eliminating anybody, but just beat people up. Yep. And then, uh, number nine entrant was Ruby Riot. Uh, I, out, who Billy just teamed up with recently, I know. Yep. That oh, she just broke up with her. <laughs> like two weeks before this, Ruby and Liv told Billy because Billy's cost them two wins, one of which was against the tag champs that they might have actually pinned and gotten a chance for. They're like, we're done. Don't. This is just better between the two of us. We're not a thing anymore. So Damn. coming to the rubble, Billy didn't really have any allies. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of potential broken friendships and alliances. Mm-hmm. After this was. Victoria. That's like the subplot of this rumble is me being sad for Billy Kay. Yeah, a lot of us are sad for her, but she'll, <laughs> she'll make a she'll make a friend one day. Maybe she had one, but she had one. Still but hurts. yeah, the number the number ten ent- the number ten entrant <laughs> is number ten entrant is Victoria, like you said. Last uh, very past. very big. I saw Victoria. I popped a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I was very happy because she's got like one of my favorite finishers, the Widow's Peak. Love the Widow's Peak. Oh, yeah, that's such a cool move. Mm-hmm. Victoria was just such a cool just character in general. She was a good foil to, uh, well, I mean, when she was a face Beth Phoenix, but then she became a heel also, so, you know, it was... Yeah, Victoria yeah. was always good, in my opinion. I agree. Victoria has always been solid, and I was very excited to see to see her show up in this Rumble. Uh, she, she ended up putting on a pretty a pretty solid performance as well. Mm-hmm. Let's see. After, After this Victoria, was... we had Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce, and sh- there was this nice, there was this moment in the ring. So we haven't talked about much in the ring. There was this awesome moment in the ring where Peyton and Billy see each other. They turn on Jillian, and then 
Billy does the iconic pose, and then you know Peyton does the iconic pose because she doesn't have a partner anymore because Lacey's now with Rick, as far as I know. Yeah. And then Billy half does the pose and stops, and then you have this moment where it's Peyton and Jillian who's gotten up, who are staring at Billy, and you've got yeah. the Riot Squad staring at her, and there's this awkward moment where Billy's like, "Oh my god." All my do I do the do I do the, po- do I do the pose or do I not? And then eventually, all uh, I believe it is uh, Billy beats up Peyton and Jillian and eliminates Jillian with the help of the Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. I think then the Riot Squad immediately eliminate Billy after this. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Peyton's left in the ring by herself, and I was like, sad days for Billy. Yeah, it was it was uh it was a sad, very sad for Billy. I was definitely very upset for Billy this entire Royal Rumble and I yeah. couldn't get it out of my head. <laughs> now that I think about it, let me think. Um I think at this point only like two or three people had been had been eliminated. It was Billy Shotzi, Shotzi, Shotzi got eliminated first, first. But that actually made sense to me because booking wise, Shayna got payback on Shotzi because back in NXT, way back when there was like a rumble for there was a there was a um What's the thing? It's not a Royal Rumble. It's the other thing. It's the smaller version of it. Battle Royal. A Battle Royal for the women's NXT Women's Championship. Like, a spot for it. To fight for mm-hmm. it. And Shotzi, out of nowhere, eliminated Shayna after Shayna was the previous champion. It was literally like, what the fuck just happened? Shayna got eliminated mm-hmm. by Shotzi. So, you know. Payback's a bitch, I guess. That is fair. I have the order of eliminations right here. We have Shotzi. It was the first five. It was Shotzi, Jillian, Billy Kay, Tony Storm, then Victoria. God, yes. I was sad about Tony eliminated. Speaking yeah, I was also sad Tony got eliminated. Speaking of, uh, I, I mean, I can't say went to it really afterwards. The next entry was Santana Garrett, a woman from NXT mm-hmm. who I've seen like twice. My brother knew who she was better than I did. I haven't seen at all. She's got like a circus was... gimmick or something like that. I don't know. I had no idea. Sorry, Santana. I, 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 don't... I know. I know she's been gone for a while, according to Ryan. Oh, okay. And then uh, we have. I haven't seen her. In a, I, I even. I've never even seen her wrestle. I don't think until the mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. So. And then finally we get Liv Morgan, so the Riot Squad are fully in mm-hmm. at this point now. Yep. This is probably uh, the point then, now where Billy gets thrown out by the Riot Squad. Yeah, Billy got eliminated by Riot and Morgan, yeah. Yeah, because it was right after Billy turned on Jillian, and she's like, yeah, that's right, I got you. And then as she's hanging over the ropes and got eliminated immediately afterwards. Yeah, basically. Um, then after after Liv Morgan, we have, we have number 14, Rhea Ripley, baby. Pop for Rhea. I will never not pop for Rhea. Rhea, she is. I also. Awesome. I was super hyped when Rhea showed up. Uh, I, really I was like, let's go. Rhea's entrance was sick. It was sick. <laughs> she eliminated. I think it was seven people in this rumble. She was on fire. Like they made her look like a beast. Yeah, most match. most eliminations. Rhea Ripley seven. You were correct. It was a. I have the list in front of me, but it was a. That was like me thinking back to who she threw out. She threw like everyone out at some point. Like there were points where she just it was awesome. That she had one particular elimination that I'll talk about in a second. That I was like, oh my god, she murdered that woman. Yeah. Uh. But after Rhea Ripley, we have Charlotte Flair. Uh. Which um, is who I wish I wish they gave Ripley and Flair a nod, but they didn't, and I was upset they, about it. They did for, like, a hot second, because right after Ripley, like, cleaned house, Charlotte walked in, and Rhea was like, you, it was like, you, and Charlotte was like, let's go, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. And then Charlotte kind of just beat up Rhea, which made me a little sad, because, you know, there was, there could have been That's more. That's what I'm there, saying, I wish, they, I wish they let him fight more, you know? Yes, I wish that they would just agree to, like, like, send, like, get everyone to the ground and let Charlotte and Rhea go at it. Let them have a little mini-match, you know? Yep. Then after that was Dana Brooke. Uh, I feel bad for Dana Brooke anytime because Dana Brooke always tries her damnedest and it never, her booking never works out for her. Ever. No. 
Dana Brooke got eliminated by Rhea Ripley, just like Tony Storm got eliminated by Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I think she like walked night. in. And Santana Garrett. Yeah, Dana had. If I, I'm remembering this now. Dana had a really cool site. Like she had like a bunch of moves. She did her flip all around the ring. She got like a bunch of big moves up, and then Rhea just tossed her out when she was done. Rhea after, went yeet. And then after this was Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson came out, and I was like, "Oh no." Jerry Lawler's on commentary. Oh, I forgot Jerry Lawler was on commentary because, uh, oh my god, he reminded me. I was so scared Jerry Lawler was gonna, like, see Tori Wilson and, like, a thing was just gonna trigger in his head and he was just gonna start screaming about puppies. Oh god, puppies. And I was like, no, please, don't be, don't do this right now, Jerry. Go, <laughs> please, stay, stay calm, it's okay. I, I, this, you actually reminded me that because Jerry was on commentary, Bailey was happier because Bailey, before this match, had the word Cole <laughs> cut into her hair. And when she saw Michael Cole's in commentary, she was happy that Michael Cole wasn't because she said on Twitter that she wanted to fight Michael Cole if she won. Which yeah, is just Bailey, amazing. Bailey wanted to win the Rumble to fight Michael Cole at WrestleMania, which was amazing. And the Loved fact that she had it. Cole in the back of her head was very funny. I was, I don't know when it happened at some point, but um, Bailey got eliminated really unceremoniously. And I was sad because I the camera missed it. And I was just like, damn. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to see that exchange, but anywho. The camera was on someone's entrance, I think. Yeah, I don't remember. When Bailey got eliminated. So then after Tori uh, was Lacey, but it first started off with Ric Flair's entrance. And apparently in the yeah. live thread on Squared Circle, there was like a full 10 seconds where there was like people wondering if Rick was actually about to enter the Rumble. Honestly, it, it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me as something WWE would definitely do. I was not fooled. I was like, where's Lacey? And when Lacey came out, she comes out in Rick's robe. She's all, like, just completely just, like, posing to, you know, the Thunderdome. She's doing Charlotte's entrance. <laughs> yep, and then I find it hilarious. She walks into the ring, and Charlotte is just staring, like, giving her this glance of, like, I'm gonna murder you. And instead of doing anything about it, Lacey goes over to the ropes of the hard cam and poses. So Charlotte just whoops the shit out of her, throws her through the <laughs> bottom rope, goes out of the ring, and just beats her ass around the ring. And she hasn't even gotten out of her robe yet at this point. She just beats her ass. <laughs> She poses, and Charlotte goes, okay. Boom. I was like, why would you turn your back on her, you fool? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you see Do you see this crazed look in her eye? Why would you turn your back on that? That is the female Roman Reigns. You have made a grave error in your plan. <laughs> and then uh, after that, Mickey James came out. I was excited because yeah. this is Mickey James returning. She's been out for months after she injured her leg, I believe. Oh, really? I was unaware yeah, of that. Yeah, Mickey James had been out for a while since so she showed up. I was like, holy shit. And then, event- and then after this, fucking Nikki Cross showed up, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's another return!" Well, not, yeah, again, not- another another one I didn't know was returning. Well, not so much return, but Nikki, ever since Alexa got possessed by the Fiend, hasn't had uh-huh. anything to do. Like Alexa kind of dumped her, and then Nikki hasn't had anything to do, which made me sad because best friend Nikki Cross and Alexa was awesome. Have we seen the Fiend since Orton burned the Fiend? No. Interesting. We have not. In fact, I thought he was going to show up. Spoilers, I thought he was going to show up in the Men's Royal Rumble with Randy, but he didn't. Uh, we'll get to that. Anyway. So, Mickey comes in, and I don't know, she stays in for a bit. And uh, then Alicia Fox, who... Alicia Fox was a welcome return. Haven't seen Alicia Fox I love Alicia Fox. Ever. She did her crazy-ass entrance. I love how much energy she has into it. And then, I, I'd be remiss to not mention this. Right after she gets in the ring and has her a couple of minutes of, uh, to shine... R-Truth comes out, and Real he goes, quick. wrong Rumble, because he thinks it's the fucking, he's in the wrong goddamn Rumble, so and then stupid. cue the 24-7 division coming out, so I love this, R-Truth jumps into the ring, in the middle of the Rumble, 
and just starts throwing Alicia Fox at any of the guys that jump up on the ropes to knock them <laughs> off. And then Alicia's like, no, this isn't happening. My rumble. And she rolls up Truth and becomes the goddamn 24-7 champion mid-rumble. Only yeah. for, she poses for it for a bit. And then she's eventually unceremoniously thrown. Oh, she's ceremoniously thrown out of the ring. And then R-Truth immediately pins her as she's down, takes his belt, and then goes running off. The division comes running after him. And then you see Alicia Fox jump the barricade after him. Yeah, because Alicia Fox came out, won the 24-7 title, then Man- while Mandy Rose was entering. In this chaos, I think this is where we missed Bianca eliminate Bailey. I believe, so. I think it was right after she won or something like that. Mm. Because, yeah, Mandy Rose comes out right after Alicia. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, Dandy's a thing. Why wasn't Otis there? Anyway. Because <laughs> they're on separate brands and then that angle's gone. I know, I know it and hurts. He- but uh, I just wanted to have a real quick sidebar about this. Can the men please stop interfering in the women? Can they please stop making the guys interfere in the women's rumble? Can we just get a women's rumble one time without some weird men spot involved? I'm trying to think. Like, what, I don't know. What did I they think do last I, year? Our truth came in last year. It's the same he? thing, yeah, 24-7 division. Yeah, it's like, it's like can we just stop interrupting the women? It's like, like, let the women have their rumble. We don't need to do a 24-7 title spot in the middle of it. It completely takes away from the rumble, you know? It's like, don't don't lessen the women, the, the like, the severity and importance of this rumble by putting a stupid 24-7 title spot in it that nobody needs, you know? Uh, see, I was, I, I get what you're going with there, and I agree, but I was also, I was in the boat of, I actually like this. I liked nah. that it was a funny... For me, it wasn't hilarious, but I enjoyed the idea of Alicia... Alicia pinning him was good. Her use... R-Truth using her as a weapon, I thought, was just entertaining, because Alicia was just like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. But, you know, they had to fit the 24-7 title in somewhere. And yeah, I mean, I mean, no, I mean no, they don't. <laughs> they don't, but they always do. But that... They, they, I mean, and they... Because they, they had another 24-7 title spot later in the night. It's like... They did. This is true. I, it's I like, why could, forgot like, about like, that. Just, just save it for those or something. Or the pre-show or whatever. Like, we don't need it. Like, we don't need it interrupting the women's Royal Rumble. Such an obvious spot, too, like, because for him mixing up the thing, too. Like, he mixes it up every year, if I, if I recall. It's correctly. like... It's like, can we please... Like, I just hate that they keep taking away from the... Like, I feel like it takes away from... Like, the, the Women's Royal Rumble is supposed to be just as important, right? But yeah. then why why don't they do any silly spots like this, like, with people interrupting during the Men's Rumble? Or why didn't they have the 24-7 title spot during the Men's Rumble? Like, it just feels like they keep undercutting the I mean, Women's Rumble by doing, stupid, by doing stupid shit like this that we don't need. I get that. I don't think it undercut it, because I think the Rumble was great. I think that this was just a... This, this spot literally lasted, like, a minute at most, I think. Right? Am I wrong mm-hmm. about this? It, it was, like, a quick one-and-done... I do agree that it doesn't need to happen at all. I could have, this could have been done without this, honestly, and I would have been the rumble would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, I, like, I, I, mean, I could have definitely done. And without to anyone this. here listening, I'm not undercutting Mikey's point here at all. I agree, you do not need this spot at all, and I would love for this to just have been just the women's Royal Rumble and the 24 seven title did not need to be involved in this, but yeah, it happens. Our truth always mixes up the rumbles. It's I, I I kind of expected it at this point. Uh, uh, yeah, can we, I don't know. I just feel like we we shouldn't. It's do not it. it's, like, like we could we could have done this at any other point in the you're night. You're not wrong. And like, it I, I not disagree with you in the slightest. This was not needed. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, after, Back to the Rumble. after Mandy Rose, uh, Dakota Kai comes in, which so I really So happy loved. to see Dakota Kai. Me too. I love God, Dakota Kai. But goddamn, I need to talk about how she fucking got eliminated, because this shit looked fucking rough. Oh my god, Rip- didn't Ripley throw her out? Yeah, so but what like, ended up happening was Dakota really got her weird. like few minutes to shine, like everyone does, and she ended up going on the outside of the apron, and Rhea was on the outside too, and Rhea picked her up. And I'm pretty sure, if I recall correctly, she slammed her onto the apron and looked like she landed, like, really badly on her head. Because <laughs> she tumbled out of the ring after that. It was yeah. fucking rough. Like, this... I, I've under, I haven't talked about it, because that's the main one you can think of. But there were a lot of eliminations in this room where I was like, that was a rough-looking fall you took there. Yeah, another one Another one Rhea did was the powerbomb on Dana Brooke. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That... Oh... Just like right, she bounced right off the apron and just landed on the yeah, ground. Yeah, there were a lot like, of Whoa. there were a lot of bumps. Where I was like, y'all are trying to die tonight. Yeah, Rhea Ripley was like trying to kill people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley looked like a monster here. Oh, after yeah. Dakota Kai, we get Carmella with Reginald. Yep, with, with Reginald, shortly part. after her loss, I love how Reginald was giving her water and like fanning her down. Mm-hmm. And of course, right when Carmella gets into the ring, uh, <laughs> Reginald saves her, puts her back yep. on the ring. Carmella gets back into the ring. They uh, fight for a bit, and uh, then Tamina comes out. All aboard the Tamina train, by the way. That is a running joke that I, for with Cultaholic, which I listen to. Choo-choo. Uh, and um, I find it hilarious, because as Tamina shows up, Carmella gets knocked out of the ring again, and Reginald's caught her again, because Carmella can't wrestle a ton now, because she just had that match with, with Sasha. Mm-hmm. And I love how Carmella's like, I'm not, Tamina walks up, and she's gonna super kick one of them, so she, <laughs> Carmella jumps out of Reginald's arms, Reginald eats the super kick and dies a second death. And then I and love her. Carmella eliminates herself. Eliminates herself. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, you eliminated yourself, bro. Because <laughs> Reginald's it. just dead. Poor Reginald. And at this point in time, Tamina walk, uh, gets into the ring. Tamina is a dominant again. She has a bunch mm-hmm. of super kicks. Then Lana shows up. Lana shows up looking sad, as sad as ever. <laughs> I was, I, I haven't seen, we haven't seen Lana since Nia Jax. Uh, in kayfabe hurt her and destroyed her after she won over her if yep. i recall correctly she shows up i was like oh lana looks good i'm like good for Lana. so then lana looked sad <laughs> i mean she looked like I, I was more so me going like you know what she looks like good isn't like a, not like a wrestling but like a, you know what she looks in yeah shape. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so then she, after uh, this i mean she had an okay she had an okay rumble i think yeah she she did good she did her job well which we'll get into in a, in a bit because there are certain spots that I remember because of storylines. So this is my favorite, I guess, trolled part of this rumble that I love. Alexa Bliss comes in, and she's dressed in, like, this mixture of her Firefly, Firefly Funhouse gear, which is, like, the high knee socks, the skirt, the overalls, but she's got it on her old wardrobe on. Mm-hmm. She's all happy and everything. She skips down to the ring, gets into the ring, and at this point, there's, like, seven to eight women left. And my favorite part of the rumble, because at this point in kayfabe, Mikey, because you don't, you don't know this unless you've seen it on Twitter at some point, Alexa Bliss is a very big threat because okay. when she wrestles, she's normal Alexa and she's fine. She's like normal Alexa Bliss and she's handleable. But one, because she's possessed by the fiend, she has these moments where she like stops and the fiend possesses her. She dresses up in all black and makeup. And she has like a like she has like a hand glove thing. It's like a play or like punishment hand, and okay. she basically becomes the fiend version of Alexa. She literally cannot be beaten. Like Asuka like hit her with so much offense and she just no sold it right. Interesting. So Happy Alexa comes into the ring, and all the women immediately just jump her because they do not want to deal with her when she becomes yeah. the fiend. 
I was I was confused at that at first. I was like, why are you jumping Alexa Bliss? And then, of course, the Fiend's stuff starts going down. The lights start flickering down. Alexa gets up. She does her pose like she's about to become the Fiend. And then, like <laughs> Rhea Ripley not letting the bo- final boss power up, then just dumps Alexa out of the ring before she can finish her transformation. Do you know why she did that? Because Rhea Ripley is a Dragon Ball Z fan, and she knows, (laughs) don't let the villain get into their final form. I was dying of laughter. My brother was like, I'm kind of annoyed. I'm like, I was dead. I was like, she was like, nope, you're not transforming. Get dumped out of here. She knows, she knows, she's seen Frieza go final form. Oh my god. (laughs) Great. She's not about it. Mm-hmm. And I, she got uh, eliminated. Then we get Ember Moon. Awesome to see Ember Moon. Get mm-hmm. some awesome equipses. Classic Ember Moon, but she's she's out pretty quickly, actually, if I recall correctly. Yeah, Ember Moon gets eliminated pretty uh, uh, unceremoniously by Jax. Yep, who point. comes in next. That's the next yeah. one. And immediately my thought was, oh my god, Lana is... Jax and Lana. Jax and Lana. And then... We get to this point in the match where this the best way I can describe this is Big Show and Kane during the corporation like run WWE where Nia mm-hmm. Jax and Shayna Baszler just proceed to fucking rip the ring apart. So at this point, Jax is on the outside. She took an eclipse from Ember and w- rolled under the bottom rope. So the two of them walk into the ring and they just clean the rumble like anyone yeah. that was in there that wasn't going to get eliminated was hanging on for dear life. Shayna and Jax just toss their asses yeah shannon and jack took out late like in that like flurry it was like lacey evans ember moon naomi tamina uh and then baszler got eliminated by jacks and then jacks now that she's alone one after lana who uh, did the classic i believe it is um uh what the hell is his name of jack saw him uh uh, hacksaw jim duggan move where the big guy runs at you and you pull the rope down and the big guy throws themselves out of the ring yeah, yeah. Lana eliminating Lana here. Lana eliminating Nia Jax was the important part of the of Lana for me at least. That was what you she know? I, like I said, she did her job. She did what she needed to do well. It was awesome to see her get one up on Nia. Finally. At this point then uh who eliminated Lana? Natalia, who came in at number thirty, showed up. Oh my god. Wait, I forgot. <sighs> Natalia came in at number thirty and Shayna and Nia just walked out and just beat the shit out of her. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I think they were because because they they were messing. I think they were messing around with um because Becky sent out that tweet. Oh, I remember of the now. the ru- Becky yeah. sent out a picture of a tweet of like the the, the, gorilla the curtain in the gorilla. Curtains. Yeah, uh, and then I feel like I feel like they made oh. Jax. I feel like they made Jax. And after after uh, Becky tweeted that, I feel like WWE like called it audible and was like Jax. Jax, uh, Shayna, beat up, beat up, uh, Natalia. Yeah. When she comes out, and then we'll try to, we'll maybe tease Becky, like, surprise oh, entering at, th- at, like, 31. See, mine know? was, and I just, I think I recalled, too, the reason that Jax and Shayna beat up Natalia was because they both got eliminated, and they were both pouting on the outside and being like, why the hell did you eliminate Because they eliminated each other, and then Natalia walked up, and they just whooped their shit out of her. I thought it was going to be Ronda. Because there were rumors that Ronda might be showing up, and I was like, "Well, Natalia is her friend, and they're beating the shit out of her on the end." Natalia, Natalia announced that she was number thirty in the pre-show. Did she? Yeah, 
I was I literally didn't know this. I, I was like, wow. And I, I, was like, compl- I completely forgot. I was like, what a wet noodle of a number 30. No offense to Natalia, but Natalia doesn't really do it for me these days. Especially since it was announced already in the pre-show. Yeah. It's like, and I, I just completely forgot about it. So when Be- Becky tweeted that pic- Becky tweeted that picture, I'm not going to lie, I got worked. Oh, you did? Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, things might be interesting for number 30. And then, like, I was like, wait a minute. Natalia already announced herself for number 30. Oof. What a bummer. And then Natalia came out, and I was like, oh, man. And then Jackson, Jackson, uh, Shayna Baszler started beating her up, and I was like, ooh, wait a minute. We might still get somebody new. Somebody interesting for number thirty. Somebody new. Somebody like cool. No, nope. uh, and then and then they just threw Natalia in the ring, and then that was the end of that. And I was yep. like, oh, hmm. I will say one thing I forgot to mention was I like how, how deflating. Yeah, exactly. I like the spot by the way between Jackson Baszler and Tamina, where like Jax was stuck there with like her two old, or like, her current and old tag team partner, and yeah. turned on Shayna for a second. She's like, oh, sorry, man, love family and all that, and then immediately dumped out Tamina afterwards. Yeah, it's awesome. But anywho. So we get to Natalia being in the ring. It's now her, Belair, Charlotte, and I believe it is Ripley, and I don't know who else is in the ring at this point. So I can't remember okay. who, who was left in the ring at this point. Anywho. Uh, who, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember. It was, uh, it, was, it was kind of a mess at this point. It was – so basically the – after Natalia gets eliminated, it downs, goes down to the final three, which is – Ripley, Charlotte, and Bel Air. I was like, all right, as two thirds of these people, I'd be happy to see. And the third one, well, fine. I'll do, Charlotte's a good wrestler. I'll be happy with her main event. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome because this is a callback to NXT where similar situation. You don't even go here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't even go here. There was an awesome point in this match where after the two of them are fighting, they get Charlotte to the outside and they each individually try to knock her out. And then both of them are like, wait a second, let's just knock her out together because she's, what if we both over work together? Because Charlotte, I'm pretty sure has beaten <laughs> messed Bianca up for her chance. And she has messed Ripley up over for this, for her championship at WrestleMania. So they both knock Charlotte out. And at this point in time, me and my brother are like, all right, doesn't matter who wins at this point. And yeah. then we get this really... Yeah, as soon as as soon as Charlotte got knocked out, I was like, ooh, yeah, this... this is getting good. I was yeah. I got I got so stoked when I saw Charlotte get knocked out. And yeah. the and the last two the when the last two was Ripley and Bel Air, I was like, Hell yes. Dude. They had an... This is gonna rule. They had an awesome like back and forth between these two. They had a they had, great... they had a great little mini match. Yep. I love the spot where the two of them knocked each other to the outside on the apron. And they're both clinging to the bottom rope as they're trying to kick each other off. And then Rhea's like, hold on. Like, as like, an, like let's let's just get back in the ring. And Bianca's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And they both let's just Let's not get do right. anything stupid. Mm-hmm. Let's just both get back in. And eventually, after all her trials and tribulations from number three, Bianca finally eliminates Rhea after Rhea gets out of her KOD and she clotheslines her over the top. And mm-hmm. is going to WrestleMania, and I was so fucking happy. I popped so hard when Bianca had Bianca Belair won. Such a good promo afterwards. I was so pleased to see that she won because she deserves it. Yes. I can't wait to see because I'm either getting Belair versus Oscar or Belair versus Banks, and I any of those two matches. We is gonna better. Be awesome. We. We better get Bianca versus Sasha. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! I would be disappointed with anything else. Give it me is... Bianca Sasha 
any day it's of the win-win week. Win-win for me at this point. I'm like, I, <laughs> you can't make me mad. Also, at hit the books Royal Rumble special. Bianca Belair and Sasha already already went at it for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Hey, look at that plug. Big brain. Big massive brain. We haven't even. We made an even bigger call later, which we'll get to. All right. So now. Back to uh, a match, actually. We've talked about the Rumble for quite a bit. Now we get into an actual match. We got Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in a last minute oh, match. Oh, wait, wait. Quick, quick star rating for the Rumble. Oh, yeah. Oh, the I'd Women's give Rumble. this uh, I'm going to give this a... I want to give it either a four or a four and a half. I think I'm going four and a half for me. Four and a half meatballs for me for the yeah, Women's Rumble. Yeah, I think Rumble. I'm going to go four it and a half. It was that very, was, very good. In my opinion, that was the best Women's Rumble so far. It was great. I... I agree. I, I think loved... e- I think even even with the the stupid twenty four seven spot, I think it was still one of the best women's rumbles. I thought they did a really uh, good job of who in they picked. History, at least <laughs> there was good representation from both brands, from all three brands. I wish there was more yellow, but you know, I I liked. I'm a sucker. Always for wish there was more yellow. There was good booking all throughout this match. There was tons of stories and stuff that we didn't even get to in this because there's so much in a rumble that mm-hmm. were all throughout this match. There was some good comedy spots here with Billy. There was the serious stuff. There were so many callbacks here that I was very, I was happy as hell for this Rumble. Yeah, this Rumble and was very good. The winner was fucking awesome, too. The the one person I think sh- that should have won won, so. Putting the EST in WrestleMania. It's now, uh, someone already edited the logo online where they put the, ES, the EST in WrestleMania in gold. Yeah, very good. I hope Bianca does, makes her a wardrobe something about that. I know that you, you know you know that's how they're going to be playing up her whole run to WrestleMania, right? Like, oh yeah, that, that's that's going to be what they're using the entire time. I hope they uh they started with how she showed up in the Mae Young Classic and just got better and better and just became. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll do the whole thing. Yep, I can't fucking wait for it. All right, all right. Let's get to let's get to the the next match. Yeah, we're just mentioned Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship. It's for the Universal Championship, I'm sorry, in a uh, last fan standing match. I love this match, too. This match was also very good, I agree. Uh, so, this match ruled. These two the- di- these two saw the ring and was like, yeah, fuck a ring. We're not going to fight on the ring. This is this this feud's too, too much of a blood feud at this point. Yeah. They're, like, out into the stands, like, within minutes of this match. Mm-hmm. Right, right out the gate. They took a lot of fucking bumps. Yeah, they did. Roman, let's see. Kevin Owens fell off the top of the stands in like because they did this spot on SmackDown too, where he fell off the same spot, Mm -hmm. off the same spot onto the same table. He barely gets up. He starts hobbling his way. Because at this point, the two of them have beat each other with like chairs on the outside of the ring. Like we're just beating Mm -hmm. the shit out of each other. And Owens starts wandering back. And I was like, where the fuck is he going? And he ends up in the fucking state other stadium part of the baseball stadium. I forgot the name of the Ray Stadium, but. They got, they got, they got trans. It looked like they got transported to last year's Royal Rumble. <laughs> Honestly, what it felt like was someone saw the, um, saw the stadium brawl at AEW and said, "That's a really good idea. Why don't we do that?" <laughs> and as they I was thinking the, this, and Kevin stadium, Owens is like sitting in the rest, like Kevin, are you okay? Can you continue? Kevin's about to respond, and then Roman literally runs him over with a golf cart out of nowhere. Yup. Just Literally smacked him with a golf cart. Smashed through the glass, fell onto the ground. I was like, holy shit, he actually just got... So now, Sammy and Kevin Roman, Owens can... I would say, I would say, Roman, uh, 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 Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn. Match, that's it. 
Kevin, Kevin Owens, not Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens and Sami Guevara are going to be in some sort of meeting together at some point. We are there. We are hereby. It's like we have gathered here today to ban the use of vehicles in wrestling matches. It's like it's like a, it's like a AA, but like people who got hit by <laughs> golf carts. It's like, hi, I'm Sammy, and Matt Hardy hit me with a golf cart. Hi, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kevin Owens, and Roman Reigns hit me with a golf cart. Hi, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. There's a lot of really, really rough spots here later on in this uh, when they go out to the um, when they're out and about because you can see like the setup ring they have for the trainees and like the warm up matches. You can see like all the equipment. Like, Kevin Owens hits, like, a huge frog splash onto Roman and puts him through a table. When that doesn't work, gets a forklift, raises it up, and then just frogs, and then just sentons onto Roman through two more tables. There were so yep. many spots here where I was like, you're not getting up at 10, and they barely got up at, like, 9. Yeah. Kevin Owens uh, jumped off of or fell off of many high thing in this match. Yes. Yes, he did. And I, I can't even do the just it justice because we're running pretty late, but, uh, the two of them get back to the arena. The main thing you have to know here is that <laughs> Roman, oh my god, I'm pretty sure he spears. Um, the two of them are now fighting by like the lighting rig, and mm-hmm. I think Owens gets speared through the LED boards. Yep, he gets up somehow. The two of them are now. He felt the... he he slid off the stage and landed. on Yes, seat. that was it. I was like, holy shit, there's some more there. So they end up on the outside by like a lighting ring. Roman gets handcuffs and he's like, I'm done with this. You're done. And fucking Kevin Owens actually. Beats him up and gets the handcuffs and handcuffs Roman to the bottom rung of this light thing. So Roman literally cannot stand. It is not possible for him to stand up. And if he did, Kevin mm-hmm. just needs to kick his leg out. Yeah. So I'm a little sad because the the ending here was a bit botched somewhat. Because basically, so what here's is, so, yeah. So here's he, here's you what, go. Uh, I've been yeah. About. So here's what happened. Uh, Kev, uh, Roman Reigns was handcuffed to the bottom of this this truss right and he couldn't he literally couldn't stand up the ref is counting him out uh the ref gets to nine and then roman reigns goes ah f this just grabs the ref and slams his head into like the part of the metal truss he was handcuffed to you know and knocks out the ref they he died yeah he absolutely died uh and then while while roman's trying to get out of this handcuff situation another ref comes out to start counting but also Paul Heyman comes out with the key to the handcuffs. But as the ref is counting, the ref gets to five, notices that Paul Heyman is having a little trouble opening the handcuffs and just stops counting. Yeah, there's a literal point where you realize like he gets to like he gets close. Like, he's like, eight. And then you realize like, oh my god, they can't get the handcuffs open. So there's this like he so says, he just this awkward stops. pause. And finally, fucking finally, he gets the handcuff off. And then Roman Reigns just applies the guillotine choke on Ke- on Owens, who at this point is fucking exhausted, so he just chokes him out. Yeah, I did, I, the, the bot where they just, like, decided to stop counting, and the ref didn't make it look natural even a little bit. Yeah, it was... It, it, I was sad, because I was like, ah, oh, damn, I was like... Because, like, the match is good. It's a great match. Mm-hmm. I just wish, like, the finish... If the finish went off, like, without a hitch, like it should have, it would have been... Yeah, much better. They 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 shouldn't have used real handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, I should have used I, I like e- Roman was e- just gonna... easily escapable ones, or they should have got Paul Heyman run out with like bolt cutters. I thought Roman they were gonna use cheap handcuffs, and Roman Reigns was going to like Superman pull the handcuff off the thing and rip it off, and then that's get what him. I thought was gonna happen. I thought he was just gonna be like, huh. 
Maybe he tried and it didn't work and he said to get the handcuff key. <laughs> they had a backup plan? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what goes on back there. That that It's just that's how it happened. Yeah, I don't know. The, 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 the fact that they use real handcuffs and not just, like, handcuffs that are just, like, easily slip, easily easy to slip out of or, like, easy to open without a key. It was a bold move on their part. It was, and 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 they paid the price for it. It was a pretty big botch for, in a pretty big match. Uh, but any, anyway, Roman ended up winning this one, like you said. Yep. Even, even though Kevin Owens got robbed, but that is just me. He's been robbed three times now. Three I, times in a row he has been robbed. I just want time. Kevin Owens to hold the Universal Championship again. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> no, it's not, but unfortunately, Roman Reigns is just getting into his spot where he's really, like, hitting his stride at the head of the table, so there was no shot he was winning this, unfortunately. Uh, I know, but I still wanted to see it. I was, still, I was still hopeful. It's, yeah, it's, good. it's good to be hopeful, because that way, when it actually does happen, you can pop off harder than anyone else. Oh, I will. I will. I'm, I'm, I'm a big Kevin Owens fan, so I'm, I'm, I want to see him win... The all one. the time yeah uh all right so what, what are we gonna give this this uh this mm. match here in terms of meatball rating i'm gonna give this four four out of five i'm also gonna give it four uh i i, I was really good i i really enjoyed this last yeah. man standing the match two uh, of them are it, really good together i i agree they have really good chemistry uh they knocked it out of the park it didn't just it didn't just feel like a random walking brawl you know yeah, I was surprised. Like, like they, they had uh, big spots. It was pretty exciting. It was pretty exciting all around. Yeah, I thought that Jay would get involved, or like Jimmy would return and it helped Roman out, but neither one got involved surprisingly. Yeah, yeah, it was just Roman. It, it was, was just Roman, 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 Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. Yeah, table, and with a little help from Paul Heyman to get out of the handcuffs. But uh, yeah, but we digress. It, it yeah, fits exactly. for Ro- it, it fits for Paul having a backup plan that Roman told him about just in case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, all so right. now. Oh boy! Now we have to talk about the men's Royal Rumble. Yeah, let's go through this one a little quicker than the last yeah. one. Yeah, all right. Uh, this one wasn't as exciting anyway, so it's fine. All right. So match starts off. First two entrances are Edge and Randy. These was announced on the pre-show, so we were aware of this. Very, very. And... I, I was, I missed this part. So I'm very. I was eating. I was like eating dinner right before, and I missed a uh, little bit of the pre-show, so I completely missed this. So when I saw Edge and Orton starting off, I was like, "Ooh, this is cool." <laughs> I like the start because Edge, goddamn. Edge fucking murdered Randy Orton. Literally put him out of commission for the rest of the match. Yeah. He beat yeah. the... The two were on each other before this match. Like, Edge was on Orton before he got down the ramp. They beat the shit out of each other outside. Edge did the education on the table and then just beat the shit out of Randy Orton's leg to the point where he couldn't move. So Randy mm-hmm. basically got taken out for the rest of this match. So then... And as Randy was walking out, they showed 30 million shots of him and kept cutting away from the Yeah, they rumble. had like a little camera. It's like, we get show. it. Orton's like he's not injured. Gonna, he's coming back. He's don't he, if you he's he's yeah. fine. So it then is. Edge is in the ring and Sami Zayn comes out. It's a conspiracy, I swear. Mm-hmm. So Sami Zayn comes out at number three, to which yep. Michael Cole says something along the lines of like, "Oh, Sami Zayn's coming out at number three. You know he's gonna have to say something about that because that's historic. That's that's one of the worst parts. That's one of the worst way. That's one of the worst numbers to enter in the Royal Rumble. Meanwhile, an hour ago, Bianca Belair won from number three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot to mention that. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll mention it later. But uh, so yeah, Sami Zayn comes out of three, which I thought was funny because he's like, "Oh, I didn't draw number one or two. and it's like, "Yeah, you got three. So yeah. then, next up is Mustafa Ali. Yes, and the two of them gang up on uh, gang up on Edge. Then is Jeff. 
who I'm pretty sure is eliminated really quickly because right after this, Dolph Ziggler comes out, and there's a point where, like, poor Edge is just getting his ass beat. Oh, wait. Yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff and Shotzi both came in at number five and both got eliminated Yeah, first. and now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think Orton was eliminated yet because there's points here where Sammy's, like, enthusiastically, like, beating the shit out of Edge with Randy, and Randy's like, yeah, I love yeah. your enthusiasm, and then Randy just RKO's him and Mustafa once they're beating the shit out of Edge sufficiently. I, yeah, everyone just everyone just beat the crap out of Edge. Like, yeah. the first three entrants all just teamed up yeah. on Edge. But yeah, at some point, the Randy Orton thing does happen, though. At some point, I don't remember when, Randy Orton gets, like, Edge just puts Randy Orton out of commission for the rest of this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there's one point where Edge injures Orton's leg and Orton just gets taken out. Yep. Uh, so then, like, by some medical people. Yep, and then after the Zigman comes in Shinsuke Nakamura. I was pumped for this because Shinsuke's my man's right now. Oh, yeah. Shinsuke, Shinsuke had a pretty solid showing, I think, Had a in the solid Rumble. showing, followed by goddamn fucking surprise interest that fucking got me motherfucking Carlito. Carlito, baby! Who, Carlito was looking jacked. Yeah, I was going to say, he's either juiced out of his mind or that man stayed in goddamn good shape for his age because he was fucking ripped. Yeah, Carmella, uh, sorry, Carmella. Carlito was looking ripped. Yeah, he was absolutely just like yoked, baby. I I, I was I was like, oh, are they going to do the apple spot in the COVID time? And Shinsuke no. caught the apple when he did it. I was like, oh, good. I was like, thank okay. goodness they didn't do the apple spot. Yep, Carlito hit a bunch of backstabbers and then Xavier Woods comes out first. And side note here, shout out to the New Day for the goddamn Brody Lee outfits. That was fucking choice as hell. Mm-hmm. And really just, just a good gesture. It's a great gesture. Love that. Yeah, that ruled. Uh, their, their gear was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then after Woods comes in, Big E comes in right afterwards. And the New Perfect. Day are as united as they're going to be. Yeah, poor Kofi. Kofi did show up, though, to, at one point in the backstage. Yeah. But he wasn't medically clear. In, 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 the, in his gear. Yep. I was like, but he's like, but I'm not medically cleared. I was like, oh, damn. I was like, holy shit. Did he do like some John Cena Superman recovery? Like, that's what I'm I thought back. at first. I was like, Kofi's in wrestling gear right now. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I'm just reminding myself of something that just ha- that happens in this match that I'll, I'll get to in a second. But, oh, my God. So after Big E comes John Morrison. Mm-hmm. Morrison is great, of course. He does all his flippy <laughs> shit, as you'd expect of him. Yes. Then after this is Ricochet, which I was like, holy shit, he's all more fl- alive. More flippy shit. More flippy shit. Ricochet. Great selling from Ricochet here after he does all his offense. I forgot who hit him with him, but like he got hit with, I think, the zigzag or something like that. And he died for it, but he always dies for it. He's great. Yeah. And I think at this point, there's a point here in this match, and I can't remember when, where Xavier's on the outside hanging on to someone. And he eliminates... I forgot who Xavier eliminates, but he eliminates someone, and... <laughs> Fucking Mustafa comes up and he kicks out Xavier's. He kicks out his leg, so he falls to the ground. Right, mm-hmm. and I love how as he's laughing, you can see Big E just behind him looks furious, and he just fucking plants him. Yeah, Woods got eliminated by Ali, and then Ali immediately gets eliminated by Big E. Who like he looked furious because he basically broke up the one time they could re- be a- in a reunion with each other because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're opposite brands. Pepe hands, bummer. So after uh, Ricochet comes out, Elias. He was eliminated fairly quickly, if I recall correctly. Yeah, Elias came in and El- Elias came in, eliminated Carlito, and that was the only thing he did. Yeah, because then afterwards, fucking Damian Priest shows up, which was awesome, great. And now that I'm looking at the list, he's the only NXT guy that showed up in this match, which I'm sad about. I would have mm-hmm. liked to them go more into the women's direction of having more re- equal-ish representation of the three brands, but whatever, mm-hmm. can't be perfect. 
Then comes in the Miz, who, okay. So remember when I said about the Bad Bunny thing mentioned going into a spot, into a story? That That's this. Viz walked out and saw Bad Bunny's equipment from the performance still there, and he took his briefcase and smashed it up. Which, like, why? Because, because <laughs> why was Bad... it, no, 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 not, not why did he smash it up, why was it still there? I don't know. Bad Bunny was just chilling with Booker T, man. So, <laughs> of guess. course, after, because this is because the Miz and Morrison tried to do, like, a rap thing with Bad Bunny, because they did the whole Miz and Morrison, hey, hey ho ho song and bad mm-hmm. bunny was like nah dog it's not happening so <laughs> the two of them get into the ring for like the hottest of seconds because right as miz gets into the ring bad bunny comes out he's like yo bitch you fucking broke my shit what the fuck <laughs> so he gets over and he's yelling at the two of them and miz and morrison are now in the ring together and they go over the top rope to yell at him and then damien priest dumps them both to the outside and then bad bunny does a crossbody off the ring post onto them a pretty the solid crossbody slash to Putting the Snoop Splash to shame. Yeah, it was a pretty solid crossbody. I kind of, I thought that was a cool moment. It was. That's why right. the Snoop Splash was not good. No, it was hilarious, but it wasn't a good splash. And this, I was like, oh, it's a decent crossbody. It was fine, yeah. So then after this whole shindig comes out, Riddle Matt fucking Riddle shows up, and I I love mm. me some Matt Riddle. Uh, no, I don't as much. As a wrestler, I love him. As a person, I'm not really into him, so I can't really get into him as a wrestler either. Uh, he he's done some shitty things, so I wasn't really a fan of seeing Riddle in this one. I'm not gonna lie to you, bud. That's fine. It's everyone has their has their ways of looking at things. It's different. This is why this is interesting. Mm. So Riddle shows up. Riddle uh gets his usual offense, and I think him and Shinsuke have a awesome fucking fight here, where they're just kicking the shit out of each other. And I was just like, yes, yes, keep doing this, yes. Then we get Daniel Bryan, who is the fan favorite for this to win this whole thing. Daniel Bryan. Nice new haircut, too. Yes, very nice haircut. Yeah, Daniel Bryan to me, at least. said that I don't the know only how thing he hasn't done that. is win a Rumble, so he wants to see if he could, like, you know, get that in. Mm-hmm. And then he gets in, does his offense, awesome Daniel Bryan offense, and then fucking Kane shows up. Kane taking a break from Parlor. Evidently. <laughs> he shows up, gets in the ring, and there's immediately the Team Hell No reunion, which is awesome. They hug it out, then Daniel Bryan gets chokeslammed by Kane. Because, mm-hmm. you know. It is what it is. Kane then gets eliminated by Priest, and I have to mention here at this point, Priest at this point had eliminated a lot of people. Like, yeah, they're pretty. They're, they're really, they were really trying to. It really felt like they were trying to put Priest over a little bit. There were definitely there are rumors that he's going to Raw, so it makes sense in my opinion, yeah. and that's true. Obviously, yeah. Uh, but okay, that's also later. But yeah, after after Kane, we have King Corbin. Yep, my brother is a Corbin fan, but he wishes he would get rid of the stupid King gimmick. Eh, nah, it's, uh, I like it. The there hasn't of... been a King of the Rings since, so he's still technically King Corbin. Yeah, there, there's some context here, but we'll get into that in a second. Corbin does his usual heel stuff. Solid wrestling by Corbin, as always. Mm-hmm. That, God damn it, I just remember this. Otis fucking comes in. Otis! I was so happy to see him, and he's eliminated so quickly, man. He after he does the I Caterpillar know. on, um, I, was I think, so Daniel upset. Bryan. He gets eliminated by Corbin, because Corbin's the asshole heel that does that to you. Just blue ball. I was, I was deeply upset by by Otis getting eliminated so quickly. Yep. Then we got Dominic Mysterio. And, making, uh, making their first, making his first appearance in a Rumble. Yep, him and Corbin had been feuding on SmackDown after Corbin. He beat Corbin after, like, I forgot what happened, but, like, Corbin got distracted. He got rolled up. Mm-hmm. Then Corbin beat Dominic pretty soundly, and the two of them have been feuding for a bit. So, basically, the main thing you know here is that Dominic flips Corbin out of the ring after he eliminates someone, and he's just like, yeah, what you got? He's just, like, gloating yeah. over Corbin, and Corbin's like, you little bitch. Yeah. I'll see you on SmackDown, bitch. 
See you on SmackDown, baby. Then we get uh, Big the Bob, Almighty, the Almighty One, Big Bobby Lashley of the Hurt Business. Yeah. Bobby is pretty dominant here too. He eliminates Dominic very quickly. I'm pretty sure. Yes. And then he uh, like he just like eats him over the top rope too. Yeah, forgot who else he gets rid of, but it's like he, he's he's dominant. Like there's a point now where like the two everyone has to like gang up on Bobby because Bobby's literally just so dominant. Lashley gets rid of Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest. Yeah, I was and, sad about that. Yeah. And also, he gets rid of the next entrant, Hurricane. The fucking Hurricane. There's a storm across the The Hurricane, baby. Oh, my God. Hurricane Helm shows up. Gets into the ring, goes to do the double chokeslam spot, just like he did to Triple H and fucking Stone Cold. Except this time it's on, I think it was, I forgot who it was. It was like Lashley and some and like one other big guy. Forgot who it was, uh, but anyway, it doesn't work. They just fucking throw him right out of the ring. Oh, it's Big E, because Big E's still in the match at this point. He tries to ch- right. choke slam the two of them, and they're just like, no. No, bro. Yeah, right, 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 right. Then we get the thing that popped me the most, because I oh, did not yeah. expect him. Fucking Christian from the dead. Christian, yes! Christian's theme, by the way, Oh, I was banger. so stoked. I heard Christian's music, and I was like... Hell yeah! I literally looked Christian at my phone. Christian and Edge are gonna be in the same ring together. Yeah, because Edge at this point, Edge is still in by this point. I forgot to mention that he's been in number one. He's been in there the oh. longest. When they one. cut to Edge's face when Christian was, was coming in, and ha- that the so the, the how how Edge's face just like slowly went into like a big huge smile about seeing Christian. Oh, it it made my heart so happy. Warmed my heart. Everyone else was like shocked, like what the fuck, Christian? And Edge was like. My best friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Christian gets in. The two of them help, like clean house for a bit. They have their moment. And then right after as they're having their moment, fucking AJ Styles comes in with Omos in tow. Who, okay, t- I need I need you to explain to me. Who the fuck is Omos? Okay. Omos. It's Omos, Omos, whichever you want to pronounce it. Omos, there was one week where AJ was like, you know what? I'm going to get a bodyguard. So he brought in as protection Omos, this massive tall colored man who has just kind of been like the scary force like when he was introduced the first match the person got was so terrified of him like everyone like is it's like in kayfabe that omas can kick your ass like he's huge and strong right mm-hmm. basically aj styles has kind of become like this like obnoxious heel on smackdown and he's got omas to because omas plays a straight man for him like he's obnoxious and omas is kind of like the straight face bodyguard who mm-hmm. Has AJ's back because AJ's a lot smaller than him, so like he has a lot of spots where like he'll catch AJ or like, like he protects AJ basically, which fits into gotcha. the match actually because there are several times in this match where AJ goes to eliminate someone, they go to the outside and then as they hit AJ and AJ falls back, Omos just kind of pulls them off the ring and throws them to the floor. Yeah, he just like grabs them by the skull and it's just like nope. <laughs> yeah, so he's just like his big bodyguard basically. Yeah, Omos eliminated. Two people, I think. Yes. Omos eliminated Miss Rey Mysterio, who was the next in after who comes in after AJ Styles, and he ends up eliminating Big E at some yep. point. I think Big E was the first one, and then uh, then it was Ray. Yeah. So Ray comes in after AJ Styles gets his whole stick, and I was sad that Dominic wasn't in the match still because I wanted to see how that would go. But you know, hey, Fa- it is yeah. what it is. Father and son in the Rumble together. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't get that. Then we get Sheamus. Who runs in and bro kicks? I forgot who he bro kicked, but he fucking killed someone. I think it was he, Christian or something like that. I was like, oh, he killed Christian and he killed Brian. <laughs> yes, because there are a lot of people still in this match. Because obviously we can't go. Brian was going to do the running knee, and Sheamus went nope. boom. And then after Sheamus, 
My pick that I wanted to win this room, and I was so sad that he got eliminated, was fucking Cesaro. Cesaro came in uh, at 28. Almost does a little bit of a uh, a bar reunion, but then ends up swinging Sheamus, and Sheamus is like, what are you doing? And Cesaro yeah. goes, every man for himself. And then he swings, I believe it is Brian afterwards. For like 20 minutes, yeah. Yep. Classic Cesaro swing. So everyone's fighting. There's like a bunch of people in the ring. The ring hasn't been cleared out too much yet at this point, or there's a good amount. And then it all goes quiet, and we hear the, the awesome holy music. Of the Messiah of SmackDown. SmackDown savior, Seth fucking Smackdown's Rollins, coming back off of his leave to help with Becky and the baby, comes back. Yeah, so happy to see him back in back. I was like, let's fucking go. SmackDown savior, Seth Rollins, returns at the Rumble and uh, gets like four eliminations. Yeah, it's, I'm reading here, it's three, but you were close. Seth, please oh, have. Oh, I have, I have, I have here Rollins eliminating Brian, Riddle, Strowman, and Christian. I think you're right. I'm going with your list. Your list is better. It's probably more accurate. I don't know. So Seth comes in. He cleans house. Starts throwing people out. And then we get to the last number 30, which is another kind of a wet noodle for me because I knew he returned on SmackDown, but I didn't expect him to be 30. This, was this number Strowman. 30 was so unbelievably underwhelming. <laughs> it was Braun Strowman. I heard I heard Braun's music hit, and I was like, immediately, which is like, oh. I knew he really? returned, That's but I was, just, I was in this boat of like, damn. Both the fucking women's number 30 and the men's 30 was underwhelming somehow. I was so, I was so, like, meh by Braun. Like, I really just did not care that Braun was in this rumble. I knew, I knew he had no chance. But I knew the moment he walked into, I was like, oh, here comes Braun. He's going to fucking clear house. Because the ring's got to get cleared (laughs) for the last people at this point. Yeah. And Braun just starts throwing people. He gets three people down here. Yeah, probably. I have, he gets uh, Sheamus and Styles. Uh, gets and Sheamus Cesaro. Out, and Cesaro. There's a funny spot here, by the way, because at this point, every time AJ is getting thrown out of the ring, Omos catches him. I love this part. Where he throws AJ out of the ring. Omos catches him, puts him back on. He picks the style up again, and then he looks at him, goes towards the rope where Omos is, and then goes to the other side and just throws styles out and gives him the look of like, that's right, bitch. Which it's Omos big like, brain time. Mo- Omos gives him this book of like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you. It's, it's big brain time. Big brain time. Throws him out. So eventually... <laughs> We whittle it down to Edge and Christian going up against Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins. Yes. And there's this moment where Seth is like, all right, Braun, we're the future. They're the old the veterans. We got to get rid of them. And Braun's like, yeah, yeah, he's buying it. And then he just immediately slams Rollins on the ground. <laughs> he says, shut up. Shut up. I'm for my own team. Yeah. So then there's a big brawl between everyone against Strowman. And eventually they do actually eliminate Strowman. And in this kerfuffle, as Christian throws him over, <laughs> Rollins kerfuffle. sneaks up behind him and dumps Christian out. So now it's Christian versus Edge. Not Christian. Yeah. Seth versus Edge. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And Seth goes and curb stomps Edge. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, that's, that's actually pretty poetic. Because I remember when he was the corporation's bitch, he threatened to snap Edge's neck with a curb stomp through a chair. Well, there we go. Yep, and eventually Edge is actually able to throw Seth over the top rope, and M- Michael Cole's like, "Oh, he's won." I'm sitting there like, "Where's Orton?" Because Orton the whole time has been gone. I'm like, "Where's Orton?" And yep. Orton, like a fucking snake, comes up and RKO's Edge, and you think he's gonna win. And we my thought, dad, "Oh, that's it." My dad, who hates Randy Orton's wrestling style, just wrestles, was so pissed off that he was about to win, and then Edge fucking turns it around, chucks him out, and becomes the second 
individual, I believe, to fucking win the Royal Rumble at number one. Yes. Going on his last run to potentially become world champion one more time as he mm-hmm. sits in the ring. And you can see it really hits edge that he just won the Rumble for the second time he's going on to WrestleMania. And yes. I was a fan of Ed- this. That is the th- this is the second big thing we called on Hit the Books uh, on our Royal Rumble special. Are you serious? On this on our Royal Rumble special, Raw ended up getting the the we 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 picked we picked which which by coin flip we picked which brand would win the Royal Rumble, and we got Ryan's Raw, and Ryan booked Edge winning the Rumble in our universe as well. Wow. That's some fucking shit. We right there. we recorded the Royal Rumble special, I think like three or four days before the Rumble. Damn, dude, that's so we we're big listen, we're our brains are gigantic, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, right. We I, th- I think me and Ryan talked about one day maybe compiling a list of all the things we've called on hit the books because it's starting to get like scary at this point how how long this list actually is. <laughs> The Messiah, the prophets, uh, what the hell is it? Nostradamus. The, the, the Nostradamus of booking, yeah. And that's uh, how we end the Royal Rumble with Edge posing to the sign, fireworks blowing off, and it's a good Rumble. It's a fucking good ass Rumble too. Yes, yes, because we, <laughs> I think we also called the not the last Rumble, but the one our first Royal Rumble we booked, we had Drew McIntyre winning. Damn, it's a fucking coincidence right there too. Holy shit. Yeah, we listen. Big brain. Anyway, massive brain. Yeah. So let's 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 really quick give a rating to this Royal Rumble. I'm going to go mm, two and a half for me. For this Rumble, really? Two and a half, three. I'll give it three. I liked Edge winning a lot, but every the the end was so underwhelming. The middle was so underwhelming. I don't know. I feel like there it was like fine the whole time. It was like kind of kind of boring, other than Edge winning. Mm, I think. I'm trying to remember. What did I give the female rumble again? I give it like a, I give it a four and a half or a four. I think you gave it four. I'm gonna give this one a. Th- I'm gonna give this one a three and a half. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna stick with three here. I think because I like this. I I thought the ending was just really nice. I like. I definitely think by far the women's match was better. Like I'm gonna put it out there right now. Oh, the women's me, match is much better. I, I think the women the women's Royal Rumble was easily the match of the night. Yeah, there were some good spots here that I thought were nice, but like I liked how much. I liked, for me at least, there were story threads throughout this match, obviously, but I thought there was more in there. I thought they, they the women hit the money, almost hit, like, on the money, the amount of balance you need between comedy, story, and, like, wrestling for a Rumble. Because you need yeah. all of those for a Rumble to be fun. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. Overall, I I was a very big fan of this pay-per-view. Yeah, me too. This this was, uh, all in all, a solid pay-per-view yeah, definitely didn't disappoint it went listen when they need when they need to not drop the ball they'll not drop the ball when occasionally occasionally if you put them in the right spot they'll get a good a good pay-per-view and this was one of them wwe can consistently put the wrestlers can put out consistently good wrestled matches it's the booking in my opinion that handicaps wwe heavily and they did not drop the ball on it this this pay-per-view yeah and they was, definitely they definitely brought it out here for the like, rumble the right people won all their matches, there wasn't any fucking shenanigans or some shit like that to ruin it for me. And mm-hmm. I was happy. I, I walked out happy. I was like, good for good for them for doing this. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I really liked all this whole Royal Rumble. Let's let's give a quick meatball rating to the Royal Rumble as a whole. Okay. Like as a pay-per-view. Um 
I think all in all, this for me gets three and a half meatballs as as a whole. I'm gonna go with four. Okay. Okay, that's fair. I think it's a three for me. I think it was three and a half meatballs. It was good. It was enjoyable. Uh. The the two rumble winners were exciting, but I wish the rumbles were. I wish the rumbles themselves were as exci- or like as exciting as the winners. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. If, I if they you. if if they stepped up the rest of the rumble instead of just like the end of the rumbles, uh, I think it would have been four four and a half for me. But yeah. I don't know. The the rumbles themselves were a little underwhelming. Yeah. The winners were great. Um. But uh, other other than that, I think it's a three and a half meatball. Uh, pay per view for me. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought that the singles matches in the match in like in between were good. The first match was what it needed to be, and I was fine with it. Second match was about what I expected from Carmella and Sasha, just a little bit l- less good than when I saw them at TLC. Mm-hmm. I thought that the Roman Reigns and, H- and Owens match was awesome. I liked that a lot. I thought the Women's Royal Rumble was really well done. Like I said, I think it's their best showing for the Rumble so far for them, and they've yes. gotten better each year, so I'm excited to see more of. And I think the men's rumble was good too. wasn't bad at all. I do think my like one of my criticisms that I'll put it is I just wish they put more NXT people in there because there's so many NXT guys that could have shown up here that could have been that could have filled some of these spots probably. I agree. I also wish I saw more NXT people. I would have been really really great. But hey, like I'm biased. Yeah. I think NXT is like the better brand of a lot of is like the better of the three brands right now. And yeah, I've I've heard that. I want I want more representation for my for my black and gold guys and gals. Same here. Same here. But hey, like I said, it can't be perfect. There's always going to be criticism somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to the end of this uh, review uh, for Royal Rumble. Uh, we we both really enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Uh, it was... I didn't think of an outro here. Yeah, this is... I mean, I, you can put this in the recording now. This is a much longer one than our usual stuff. Yeah. Or at least it feels longer. What's the outro Ryan usually did when we did pay per view reviews? It was like it was like Mick Foley, like "Have a nice day." <laughs> um, I'll, I mean, I got. It. <sighs> yeah, no, I, I got it. I'm just trying to think of what else I have to do before I end it. Plugs. Oh yeah, you got the plugs too. Oh my god. Yeah, fuck it. All right, let's let's not let's do <laughs> crack the neck again. You got All this. Right. So that brings us to the end of this Royal Rumble. We both thought it was pretty good. Uh, we hope you thought it was pretty good too. We hope you enjoyed it. Now it's time. Now it's time for our plugs. Here we go. All right. So if you like this kind of content, if you like, if you like us, if you like me and Zach, you can check out Independent Waters every Wednesday, where me and Zach go through the indie wrestling scene and pull out matches for us to review and for you to for 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 your. For our recommendation of matches for you to go check out, if you're just getting into the indies, or if you've been on the, or if you've been an indie wrestling fan forever, uh, I think you'd like the show. Go check that out every Wednesday here on the Cannot Network. Uh, other shows you can check out here on the network are Hit the Books, which is every Friday. Uh, we have we have Hit the Books every Friday. Uh, we have How to Talk to Your Friend about with How to Talk to Your Friend about wrestling every Thursday, and we have G One and Only every other Monday, and your dose of death every other Tuesday uh, to learn more about those. Go check out our website, canoutpod.com where we have uh, descriptions of all these podcasts for you to go check out over there. And uh, you can see, you can see everything you need to know about the, uh, the old count out family uh, over there too. And our result, our results for the, uh, the best of 2020 should be out now. Uh, so go check those out over on the website as well. And go check out our YouTube channel where we post all kinds of video content. Count out Wrestling Network over on YouTube. 
over on YouTube, uh, where we have all, all, all a whole a whole swath of video content for you to watch. I'm sure you'll find something you enjoy over there. Um, and go check out our tw- yeah, go check out our Twitter over at countoutpod.com if you want to talk to us about the the wrestling world and the world in general and hear our thoughts on everything going on. Uh, and interact with us. That's where we interact with our fans the most. So if you have stuff to say, go go over there to Twitter at countoutpod. Uh, I think that about wraps up all the plugs. Zach, anything you got? Nope. <laughs> all right. Well, that brings us to the end of this uh, pay-per-view review. Uh, with that, I that brings us to the end of this pay-per-view review. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate you. And as always, have a nice day. This has been a Countout Podcast.